0: Welcome to What's Your Forte, presented by Bandology. Welcome to the eighth episode of What's Your Forte, presented by Bandology. The show where we interview professional musicians, conductors, composers, and educators about their musical journeys and the experiences that brought them to where they are today. On today's episode, we have Francis Smith, the newly appointed musical director of the Burlington Teen Tour Band, Canada's oldest and largest youth marching band. He holds a Bachelor of Music in Performance from the University of Toronto, and a Bachelor of Education from Nipissing University. Francis has taught instrumental music at both elementary and secondary levels with the Halton District School Board since 2015. Francis' involvement with the Burlington Teen Tour Band began when he joined the Junior Redcoats in 1994. He moved up into the ranks of the Burlington Teen Tour Band in the spring of 1995. After a few years, he was promoted to leader and then one of the band's drum majors, a position he maintained until his retirement as a band member in 2005. Then in 2007, Francis joined the Teen Tour Band's instructional staff in the role of Woodwind Instructor. At the end of 2018, following the retirement of Sir William Hughes, he was appointed the position of Interim Musical Director. In March of 2020, Francis was formally named as the band's new musical director and associate director of bands and music services for the city of Burlington's Recreation Services Department. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode and learn more about Francis' musical journey and the experiences that brought him to where he is today. So welcome to What's Your Forte? Can you briefly describe yourself and your current positions?
1: Absolutely. My name is Francis Smith. I am a uh, saxophone player I'm a teacher with the Halton District School Board. And more recently, I've been named as the Associate Director of Bands and Music Services for the city of Burlington. Within that role, uh, I am the musical director of the Burlington Teen Tour Band.
0: Awesome. So can you bring us back to the beginning of your musical journey? What drew you to your first instrument? Was it the saxophone or was it another instrument? Things like that.
1: Yeah, my first instrument wasn't the saxophone. It was actually the violin. It didn't last very long. My sisters were taking violin lessons. I think I was about four years old, three or four years old, and that lasted a couple of years, and then I moved actually into the piano, which seems to be a logical step for a lot of people. I didn't come to the saxophone until I was in grade six when at elementary school we had to pick band instruments, but I didn't actually start on the saxophone there either because uh, a lot of the the music programs around here at elementary school is when you're picking band instruments, you'll you'll pick your top three you know there'll be like a demonstration my teacher said fill out this form with your top three picks for instruments so number one was drums um, number two was the saxophone and number three was the clarinet and then i got the clarinet so uh, i had a clarinet at home that my sister played so i was able to start in the elementary school program uh, playing clarinet and i played in the school band and but my dad knew that i really wanted to play the saxophone so he uh, got me saxophone, so I started taking saxophone lessons. Then I feel now really fortunate to have played the clarinet and saxophone at the same time. Uh, it helped me bridge some of the frustrations between playing the two instruments later, or picking up a clarinet later, because they're they're as much as they're both woodwind instruments, they're different beasts, right? But that's uh, that's it. So that's when I started on the, on the saxophone when I was in grade six as well, I was about eleven years old.
0: So then you continued playing the saxophone. So what brought you kind of like through until it was time to study it post-secondarily? secondarily?
1: The, the Junior Redcoats and the, and the Burlington Team Tour Band are, are, are a very large part of the culture and community of Burlington. And uh, I had a very close friend uh, who lived two doors down. His name's Tim Hart. He was uh, also um, a clarinet player and he was joining the Junior Redcoats. And he said, why don't you come do this too? Like, you know, you can play your saxophone in the juniors. And at that point, I'd only seen them in a parade here and there or, or heard of them briefly. So I went up to the first rehearsal and that's kind of when I got hooked. So, 11 years old, joining uh, the Junior Redcoats, and then making my way into the Teen Tour Band when I turned 13, as a saxophone player. Uh, I spent um, 10 years in the band, actually. So, I was a saxophone player for five years, and then I was promoted to drum major, which is essentially the top position you can be as a member of the ensemble, where you're conducting the ensemble, you are leading the ensemble on parade. Uh, Basically, you're, you're one of the ones that's in charge of the unit on parade and in performance. Uh, so it's a, that was a, a total honor and just uh, a really amazing place to be because that was the introduction to some conducting uh, where I got to learn how to shape some music and just have, instead of just performing it, I got to mentor with Sir William Hughes, who was the musical director of the band for 20 years, who I just replaced when he retired. And that was a, that was an amazing experience getting to work with somebody like him because he was a member of the Royal Marines as a principal piccolo player for a period of time. And he worked on a number of different film scores and things. So he was uh, always really approachable and very supportive. So I think in a way, working with Bill really sparked an interest of conducting and, and working with ensembles for me. You know, music is one of those things that I think it chooses you. You can be like, yeah, I'm gonna go study music, right? But if it's one of those things where you just can't, you just won't leave you alone, right? you've got this itch and you're like, ah, I just wanna play, I wanna be part of this, I wanna to create experiences with people, I want to, you know, you can't, something you can't walk away from, I think that's when you know it's okay, let's, let's take this to another level. So that led me actually right after high school to a, a brief stint at Humber College in the jazz program. And then I, I walked away for, for a short while, and then decided that that's, you know, after working some odd jobs here and there, I'm like, you know, I want to finish this up. So then I, uh, ended up at the university of Toronto now where I finished my jazz performance degree and studied, uh, arranging orchestration with Terry Promaine, which was, uh, which was uh, an amazing experience. I had some pretty world-class uh, instructors at U of T. And then it was one of the instructors from uh, one of the ensembles I was in Gordon Foote asked me if I had ever considered education and, uh, and up to that point, it really wasn't something that I had been thinking about, but I started looking into it more and and then made it to study at uh, Nipissing University up in North Bay, like beautiful North Bay. And that was, that was great. And the rest is history somewhat.
0: So then what brought you to your first teaching position and getting more into a, a higher leadership position within the Burlington Teen Tour Band?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. It's my first teaching position, it was, uh, it's kind of a funny story. I, uh, I'm a really big Stevie Wonder fan. And Stevie Wonder was in Toronto um, and he was touring his Songs in the Key of Life record. And uh, so I bought a ticket, went to see him and I ran into an old friend that I hadn't seen for almost ten years, his name's Brian Vincent. He's the head of music at T A Blakelock High School, and I knew I met Brian when I was working at the Merriam School of Music in Oakville in the sales department, and uh, his wife, Carleen, was was one of the teachers there. So he would come in and rent some equipment, and he was teaching at Abbey Lane Public School and in Oakville for a while. And you know, we hit it off and chat. And anyway, it had been it had been years since I had a chance to see him, and then he uh, I ran into him at this concert at the door. And uh, he said, what are you up to? I'm like, well, I just graduated from Nipissing with my Bachelor of Education, and I'm going to start looking for jobs. And this was probably in September of, of that year. He said, well, there, there might be something uh, coming up soon, Lock that you should apply for. So he just gave me a heads up that this, um, that this opportunity was coming. So uh, I applied for the job, had the interviews, and that was it. I ended up with my first uh, long-term occasional position in high school at Lock for the year. That was... Uh, a learning experience on itself because it's just an amazing music program and culture at Blake Block. To be able to get in there I was I ran the two jazz bands the uh, the junior jazz band and the and the senior jazz band which we called the Blake Block Jazz Orchestra. That was it that was my first experience and then from there I moved into the elementary role so I've taught for the past four or five years at the elementary school level as well. I left the teen tour band in 2005 as a drum major and uh, a few years later, I was invited to become part of the instructional staff focusing on the woodwinds. So, mostly clarinets and saxophones. In that role, I would run sectionals. Uh, I would be there to support uh, Bill Hughes and Rob Bennett, who are the uh, musical director and the managing director, and just work to help build the musicality of the woodwind sections. Sir William Hughes uh, decided to retire from the band end of 2018. Initially, it was something that I uh, that I stepped into as the interim musical director. So after he retired, they needed somebody to fill that spot until they could find somebody. I jumped into that role and it was, it was amazing. It was really openly accepted, uh, which is great. It took a little while to get to the me accepting a full-time position there because we were touring to France. The band was traveling to Normandy, France for the D-Day celebrations. Just was such a busy time. It wasn't until at the end of 2019 when the position was posted and interviews took place so I went through that that process and and did the interviews and and decided that working with this ensemble just remarkable because of our city in that was an important really important part of my life here we are I have the position now which is which is amazing
0: so I want to get into a little bit like the role of a woodwind instructor is that was there a role for each group of the ensemble?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have instructors or several instructors for, uh, for different subsection of the band. Three color guard instructors, a flute instructor, because our flute section can be fairly large at times, up to 40 people. Then I was in charge of the clarinets and the, and the saxophones. Uh, and then there's a brass instructor and then several drumline instructors. So there's currently three different drumline instructors that work with our drumline as well. And then there's the musical director and then the managing director of the ensemble who overlooks everything from you know the day-to-day operation of the ensemble to the uh, marching instruction, basically the, the guy with the seal of approval of what we do. And that's uh, Rob Bennett.
0: It's super cool that there's a lot of leadership that goes into it.
1: Yeah, there, you know, there is. You know, that's just the instructional staff for music and marching, also marching instructors. And then there's a huge behind-the-scenes uniform team, hats. There's the people who manage our equipment and drive our Equipment truck around uh, when you're moving a band of 180 to 200 uh, kids around all over the world. It, it takes it takes a lot of people to to make it happen, right? And then a ton of incredible volunteers from our booster organization that that make sure uh, things run smoothly behind the scenes as well.
0: So 180, that's a lot. So I know the Burlington Teen Tour Band is is Canada's largest and oldest youth marching band
1: yeah largest and oldest youth marching band it's been around since 1947. It was originally started as the Burlington Boys and Girls Band and then became the Burlington Teens Tour Band and eventually that S was dropped to be the Burlington Teen Tour Band. So over that course uh there's been four different music directors and I'm I've been the fifth now so that's uh, that's a really big honor to have something that have had so much longevity we're coming up on our 75th anniversary in a couple of years really looking forward to filling that fifth director seat the next little while anyway
0: that's amazing how typical is that of another canadian marching group like i'm not sure what the rest of the canadian marching scene looks like but is it similar to the burlington teen tour band
1: i would say that the teen tour is is unique certainly in ontario now uh, a a while ago if you're looking at the 60s and 70s there were many marching bands around uh, and many drum corps around those have disappeared or disbanded over time. There's still lots of little, little marching bands or police bands, pipe bands, or small drum corps that are around here. But as far as Ontario goes, Teen Tour is the is definitely the largest unit on parade around here if you look out west the calgary uh, stampede organization has a number of bands that they work with like the uh, stampede show band is a a large band that is really featured during the stampede and then they do some work outside of that as well there's the stetson band there's a lot going on in alberta it seems but as far as large marching bands it's not like the states where every high school has a 200 piece marching band and that's a bit of a stretch to say that too but there's but marching band is, is a big deal in the united states when we tour down to the united states it's it's fun because people really appreciate marching bands and drum corps there. They don't hear. It's just, you know, there's just that culture of marching bands and marching music in the States that's, the, that's alive and well.
0: Right. So you mentioned Bill Hughes and Brian Vincent and Gordon Foote. So there's the some of the influence and mentors that you've had in your life. Are there any other ones that you can mention that really influenced you in your career or in your education?
1: I have to talk about my very first piano teacher when I was five years old. Her name was Phyllis Hawkins. She was just an amazing woman. OK, so I took piano lessons with her for eight or nine years, maybe almost 10 years, actually. And at one point, I must have been 10 years old. And I looked at her, you know, as, as young people do and said, how old are you? And she said to me, I am the keys of the piano plus one. And I had to go home and figure that out. But this lady was, she had been citizen of the year in Burlington. She was still teaching swimming lessons at the YMCA when she was in her early 90s. She just had this joy and spark of music. It made things really, really fun. So I think that's kind of where the journey started. I've been very fortunate to have some incredible teachers. Uh, my two high school teachers at Nelson High School in Burlington were uh, Jim Heeslip and Al E. D. They really got the ball rolling for me as well there. Uh, and I actually play in a band right now with Jim Heaslip. He runs this band called The Twelve for Swing. We do a Frank Sinatra and a Bobby Darren tribute show. That's a lot, a lot of fun. Then uh, Kelly Jefferson just uh, it's one of the, most amazing human beings on the planet. So not only is he a monster musician, but he's just a uh, joy to work with and to talk to, and just an inspirational understanding guy. Terry Promain at U of T is also wonderful. Just having a chance to work one-on-one with him and in an arranging session is amazing. So when I was at U of T and I studied arranging with Terry, it was a private lesson, essentially, like a one-hour lesson with him uh every week in my fourth year there and that was invaluable. I've had the Pat Collins, that's a great bassist. There's I I can go on and on and on. It's been so fortunate to meet all these amazing people that you take a little bit from all the way. And I and you know I've already mentioned Bill Hughes being a, an influence into you know getting me into uh conducting or working with an ensemble. As far as influences go, as a saxophone player, the first thing that really kind of got me interested in the saxophone was Charlie Parker. Up until that point, I'd, I'd heard some marching band music, like old marches by Alfred or Sousa and things, and I thought that was pretty neat. But something got me fired up that really changed my idea of what music sounded like. It was the first time I heard a recording of Confirmation. I'm Eleven years old, I'm like, what is that? That's incredible. And from there, that that sort of blew my ears open to the whole jazz thing. So then from there, it was okay. Jackie McLean, John Coltrane, Phil Woods, uh, Dick Oates. So it was a really big one. Who's a lead alto player with the Village Vanguard, Jazz Orchestra. It just, it goes on and on and on. Those guys really, really got me interested in in pursuing more saxophone playing.
0: So we've reached the halfway point, the Fast Five Rapid Round. Five quick questions. First thing that comes to your head is the answer. All right, so you ready? Yep. All right, number one, favorite concert you attended?
1: Oh, favorite concert I've attended? Uh, Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key Life.
0: <laughs> you already a little bit mentioned this, but musical inspiration growing up.
1: I used to listen to a lot of punk rock and ska. I didn't know that. For sure. Uh, that's
0: big. And number three is a favorite movie soundtrack. Oh. S- Star Wars. <laughs> that's good. And the fourth one is an instrument that you wish you played. The cello. The, uh, the fifth one is hidden talent.
1: Hidden talent. Um, I, for briefly in high school, did some school tours as a, uh, a yo-yo show, as part of a yo-yo act. So yo-yos got really big again when I was in high school and uh, me and a buddy of mine would tour elementary schools uh, and put on a show and talk about the history of yo-yos. And then we had, uh, you know, music background and then we sign autographs, it was super fun. So uh, I haven't touched one in a couple of years, but I used to be okay with the yo-yo.
0: Bandology is a proud Canadian nonprofit dedicated to more music for more kids via education, collaboration, and community. Find out more at bandology.ca. So, the next one is what's been the highlight of your career so far?
1: You know, uh, certainly a highlight has been being named the fifth director of of music for the Burlington Teen Band. That is just a a huge honor for me and something that I, I take very seriously because it is such an important part of our musical culture in Burlington and, you know, affected thousands of people's lives over the, the nearly 75 years it's been around. So that is definitely a highlight. Like I said, a total honor to be a part of that. Other musical highlights, well, performing with the band for the D-Day Remembrance Ceremonies, Juneau Breach France, as the musical director of the ensemble, It was something that I did as well as a band member back in 2004 as well. Being able to bookend it that way was pretty amazing. Being able to work with amazing young minds every day to to create music, that's the best thing ever. I get to go make music with these incredible young musicians every single day. And I'm glad that I get to do that. I think it's such a privilege to be able to work with kids learning music and to... Just see how proud they are of their work when they get to present it to people. So that's a highlight too.
0: That's amazing. That kind of goes into the next question pretty well. It's why is music education important to you?
1: I think, you know, studying music is not necessarily about learning how to play the clarinet, right? It's so much more than that. You get to learn how to be a, like a person because now you're working with developing your collaboration skills, your listening skills, or learning kind of like a truly human thing. Right, I think music education is important to me, not because we want people to study music and be professional, everyone to be a professional musician, but because they get to create something on their own, could be spontaneously or with other people, to reach something beautiful every day. That's why it's important, because you get in touch with so many more human qualities than. If you weren't experiencing that, I think that's what it is. I think music education for me is important because it, it makes you just more human. And I, I think, I, I wish I had a more sophisticated answer for you, but I think that's it. It can be a release for people. Music is, is means different things to, to everybody and how it affects you can be really, really profound. But it's, uh, you just learn so much about yourself when you learn how to play an instrument. You're learning so many things, like how to deal with uh, adversity. <laughs> when things get tough, you're able to push through it that much more if you've, I, I feel, if you've worked hard at developing a skill set for something else. Because like learning the saxophone, there's so many walls you run into all the time. By working through it and getting to the next level, getting to the next level, you learn how to deal with that. And I think that's one of the really great things about it, right? It just teaches you to you know, to have perseverance to attain something. And in this case, playing an instrument is a pretty beautiful thing.
0: I couldn't agree more. You obviously you work with a lot of young musicians. You have a lot of young musicians in your life. So the next question is: Do you have any advice for young musicians?
1: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, keep time. You know, keep the time for for music. Regardless if music is going to be a path that you'd like to pursue, there's always room for it in your life. Stretch out, try new things, pick up different instruments, play music with other people. Open your ears to all the music that you can because you'd be so surprised at what you might be attracted to musically down the road because sometimes we get very narrow-minded maybe in some choices that we listen to but there's incredible music out there from all over the world and incredible collaborations that are happening and that's how the art form grows right the other thing i would say is make time to listen actively to your favorite music so not just surface listening it's easy to put some you know earbuds in and walk down the street and you'll have you know some of your favorite music on you're listening to but Take the time to sit with the music, reach in with your ears and see what you can get out of it. Because there's often some really incredible, subtle things that are, that are going on in that that you don't know about. You know, I remember the first time I really had one of those experiences was uh, listening to the Star Wars soundtrack and, and listening to the main theme and, and hearing the harp in the background. And I must have listened to, you know, how iconic is the, the main theme from Star Wars. But there's a harp in there. And one day I was just sitting with it, listening, and I'm like, oh my goodness. So then I started doing it with other things. Like active listening is such an important thing, right? And then, you know, taking like a Motown recording and listening deep into that and hearing everything that's going on there. Yeah, like the music makes people dance, but man, there's a lot going on. I think, uh, not just being, oh, I don't, I don't like that. Well, why don't you like it? And that's, music's a really great thing to do that with because there's so much right out there. You could really get into it and be like, ah, oh, and then find out what you identify with gonna open up like this musical journey that you never knew existed listen actively make time to make music with other people and if you are studying it remind yourself why you love it because sometimes when you're studying at a high at a higher level it gets easy to get a little down on yourself but take the time to think back play stuff that you really love in order to remind yourself why you love it so much because it's there
0: that's some great advice i really like that it actually brings us to our last question do you have any exciting plans or new projects coming up
1: well, right now I'm uh, I'm working on uh, moving into the uh, Associate Director of Music Services role with uh, the with City of Burlington. So that officially starts in September. So I'm going through the process now of learning some of the uh, behind the scenes things that I'll be doing that aren't Teen Tour Band related. Because it's not just the Burlington Teen Tour Band I'm working with, I'm also overseeing some of the operations of the Junior Red Coats. I'll be working with the uh, planning music lessons and Music in the Park series events and other music related things within the city of burlington as well there's a bit of a transition there that i'm going through in terms of learning the software systems or you know learning the role there's that Uh, right now things being what it is with with covid we're just starting to fire up rehearsals again with teen tour Uh, so we've had these small rehearsals where we've brought out uh, members of the women's or the brass or the drumline or the color guard on different nights and they're spread socially distant throughout the park and sometimes in several different sections so they're really excited to get back and play some music together uh, and then as you know restrictions get lifted by the time this thing airs will be in the we'll probably be able to have 100 people together out in the park. So uh, if you were to take a trip down to the Central Park in the city of Burlington, you'd see all these big circles for, for distancing, but it's, uh, it's been really great to hear music in the park again. So we're working on getting the, the band up and running. We've done some virtual bands uh, where people record themselves and then piece them together. We've done a few of those over the shutdown, but um, beyond that, we're just, as things get lifted, as we're able to get back together, we're, we're playing more and more events for the band, excited to just get started in this role full time in September.
0: That's amazing. Well, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, fi- find out more about Burlington Teen Tour Band or the different musical things that are happening within the city of Burlington, where can they go?
1: They can uh, check out the band's website at teentourband.org uh, or email me at francis.smith@burlington.ca. at burlington.ca. That'd be a great place to start. There's also, uh, uh, Teen Tour is also on the socials, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter.
0: Amazing. Alrighty. So I'm just going to thank you again for taking the time to chat and share your experiences and the different insights and wisdom that you have from your experiences in music.
1: Oh, thanks, Megan. It's been a lot of fun. You know, thank you for asking me to be a part of this series. It's great. Thank you very much.
0: A big thank you again to Francis Smith for being on What's Your Forte. If you want to stay up to date on all What's Your Forte episodes, you can either follow us on your favorite podcasting platform or subscribe to us on YouTube. Once again, I'm your host, Megan Harden, and I'll see you next time.
1: For joining us on What's Your Forte presented by Bandology.
0: If you liked what you heard, you can find out more about this series and our organization at bandology.ca, which features information about research, advocacy, and music education, and our band camp and play a gig programs. Follow us on social media for more videos and performances on
1: Instagram and Facebook.